everybody, I'm Alex Warren, and welcome to Locked In, the show where we investigate the truth behind the clickbait. Once my guest steps in the studio, we'll lock the door, throw away the key, and the only way out is when I come to a verdict. On this episode, we're locking in Josh Richards. Hello, hello. What is up, baby? How'd you like that, baby? <laughs> That's pretty sweet. I like different. that. Yeah, a little different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, so, it's good. Yeah, I, I, uh, I like to put like a make up a crime before you, uh, before you come in here, and it's pretty much like by the end of this interview, I get to know you a little better, and uh, I get to decide whether or not I think you'd actually commit this crime. Okay, so, um, so the crime that me and my team came up with was scamming the public by manufacturing drama to have something to talk about on your podcast. Oh, okay, okay, that's so, pretty. It's a little lighthearted, yeah, kind of gets yeah, you yeah. off the topic. Sometimes we talk about some deep shit on this podcast. Sometimes we don't, and uh, that's that's where I'm handing out right now. Sweet. Hello. So. I've known you for a little while now. Mm-hmm. We had, you know, from the beginning of time, Hype House versus Sway drama, which, yeah. which is the fun, funnest thing in the world. <laughs> and I, to this day, I still get videos on my For You page of when you guys showed up to our house. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. On the live stream and everything, right? Do you remember anything from that day at all? Um, Not... Not like vividly, but the thing was, uh, the so we showed up two different times. There was yeah. one time that was on video, and then one time that wasn't. And I was there the first time that wasn't on video when uh, we came in, and it was like a big altercation, kind of like at the front downstairs area. So Do you remember cool. that? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you fight. were there, you were there, but like <laughs> everyone was like talking their shit and whatnot. And I like kept telling like Chase, I was like, come outside, like let's just handle this, just me and you. Like we don't need everyone. Like let's I totally just go outside. This go outside. You. Yeah, 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 yeah. I told him before the podcast, like I'm not gonna talk about drama. So I'm thinking like him and I are both bystanders. I totally <laughs> forgot you were a part of it. Yeah, no, the, the it was like mainly. I feel like it was mainly like the me and Chase shit at the start. So right. I was like, let's just go handle it. Like man versus man, we don't need fucking all my guys here and all your guys there. Like yeah. this is silly. Let's just go. Outside. Yeah, you don't want to get me angry. And he he was like he was like nah 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 nah. So it was just like a a stupid little like bitch fight where mm-hmm. we're just like talking shit back and forth. And then we eventually leave. And then I think it might have been like a week later or like within that kind of time period. I was at a dinner with Griffin, mm-hmm. and that's when the live stream happened. When all the people showed up, the clips were made. Hollywood Fix was outside. There's like the videos of them jumping the gate or whatever to get right. in. You know what I mean? Like that. I wasn't there that day, so I was there the different week. But it almost like. Yeah, they were, they were almost like the same thing happened twice. You know what I mean? I just remember I came down because like a lot of things in that house I never knew was actually happening. Like I would I would find out on TikTok room shit about people my <laughs> before I even knew it, and people would text me like, "Hey, what's going on with this? Like, what's what's the deal with this?" I'm like, I don't fucking know. Yeah. Genuinely, and everyone thought I was covering. I genuinely didn't know what half that shit was happening in that house, and uh, which is just so funny because I remember when this stuff went down and everyone was at the bottom level. I don't know if this was the day you were there when everyone came into the house, and I'm. I'm sitting there trying to like de-escalate my ass fucking because like I don't even know what's happening. I'm like, hey guys, why don't we all get along? <laughs> I think it was Jaden or it was you. Someone goes, Alex, I love you so much and respectfully shut the fuck up. <laughs> yeah. I, I go, I go, okay. Yeah. And I go back into the elevator and I was just so scared of conflict and all that stuff. I just remember that so That's deeply funny. and just something that that I've carried through. And that was like what, two years ago? That was a while ago, yeah. It had How to have been like two years ago. Shit's moving fast, fast, bro. Yeah, I know, I know. Hey, we're still here. We're still here. We're still fun. here. We're still here doing Wait, things. What have you been up to? Because I know, like, so you were always very business-oriented. I think out of all the, the, the social media stars and, and what you will, I, I think you were always one who was kind of like, I want to make this count. Mm-hmm. Like, when you kind of looked at, like, either me or, or all the other people, it was very, like, I just wanted to make content, buy cool cars, and fuck off. Yeah, yeah, Where, like, yeah. you were like, fuck all that. 
I'm gonna make money. <laughs> so, I just remember you'd always like you were always just like talking about business and shit. And mm-hmm. I, I to this day still don't understand half the business stuff. But I think you have that like down to a science. And how's it been? How how has it gone from when you started? Is it everything you wanted to do, or is it something you realized you loved? Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, entrepreneurship has been, I think, a part of my life since I was seven years old i was the kid that would go to the candy store buy candy for cheap go to school and hustle it right sell it for more or i was the kid that had a yard company and then in the winter because i lived in canada it turned into a snow shoveling thing and then i had a lacrosse mesh company and a a hockey t-shirt company so i was like i was always trying to find ways to make money when i was a kid um and then when it came to social media it really was looking at it as lightning in the bottle and going, okay, how can I make this more and more and more and more? Right. And that was the business side for me. So I was just kind of doing what I knew. And it's it's been pretty amazing. We started off with founding Talent X, and mm-hmm. then I exited from that company. Um, so we were able to have that be acquired by Rec Global. Um, and then from there, started founding my own companies like Annie with Bryce or getting involved with other companies like... Uh, dog for dog or my uh, venture fund now we have our first fund that we raised 18 million uh invested in all kinds of companies across the board biotech fintech what and 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 others and it's been it's been amazing it's really cool to be able to be a part of not just the present but know that i'm investing in the future yeah and i think that's the whole thing that really uh intrigues me is like continuously or me knowing that I will continuously have my finger on the pulse. Like, that's what I want. I want to always be a part of what's going on in the now. And to do that, you have to prepare for the future. I love that. You're talking about all these investments and shit. I just ordered yesterday uh, one of those wands that, like, it's a Harry <laughs> Potter wand, and it shoots, like, a real flame. Have you guys seen those things? No, I haven't, but now I want Fucking one. Fucking sick, bro. I'm not even kidding. I bought the Snape one. It was, like, Sorry. 120 bucks, And it quite literally, I press a button, and it'll shoot an actual flame, and I'm going to light a, a fire. Uh, I'm going to light a fire with, like, my little uh, out, out back with, like, nice. a, I have a fireplace. And I'm going to make a TikTok where it looks like, dude. That's sick, sick. But investments, dude? I don't, the only thing I've ever invested in, and genuinely, like, this is actually a problem, because, like, I'm no, like, besides my bank account, I'm not liquid mm-hmm. <laughs> at all. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, everyone's always talking about, like, guys, you got to go liquid, passive income, fuck yeah. I'm like, yeah, I don't know anything about, it scares me, bro. It, it genuinely scares me, because it's like, it, it, the closest thing I am to, like, investing is, is the lottery. Okay, <laughs> so, wow, that's really far away from investing. Yeah. So, yeah. I, so I, that, I, I'm, I'm tiptoeing, I'm tiptoeing, I'm, I'm, Put my foot in it, a right, little bit. right, right, but right. But I've always admired the fact, and, and and you were very honestly, you know, from the time that we knew each other to where we are now, you were very open about like what you were doing, and I think it was something that always, it always like made me like, wow, fuck, I should probably do this, and I just never understood it. Like I, I, I can make a TikTok blow up, I'm cool, I know that, I don't know what to do with the money I make from it, right, so right, like, right. I, right. I just, I'm very irresponsible, and the fact is, you, you, I'm looking at your birthday right now. You were born in 2002. Yes, yes. That's fucking weird. You're like, what, 19 right now? 20? I'm 20. 20? Yeah. Fuck me, dude. Yeah. That's impressive, dude. It really Thank is. You, that, you, that's something to be really proud of. Like, do you have family? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have, uh, I mean, my whole family's back home and yeah. outside of Toronto. But uh, yeah, I have a younger sister, younger brother, and my mom and dad all out there. That's awesome. Do you, like, for me, my biggest thing is when I when I started making money, or even before, because I was, I was obviously homeless before that, it was something where, like, I always talked about wanting to take care of the people around me. Have you mm. found yourself doing that at all, or, like, any philanthropy in a way? Oh, 100%. I mean, I mean, the whole goal for me when I, I kind of started off, or, like, what I've realized would be the minimum I could achieve to, like, 
have happiness in my life, right? right? Like to to really think like, all right, I made my mark. I did what I wanted to do. Is like I just want to have enough money so that I can like make sure my brother and sister have no student debt. They're able to get set up in their lives, have their yeah. jobs. If they need help with anything, I'll be there. Have my mom and dad be fine after like retirement. Buy them a house, get them a place out in yeah. like Florida or wherever they want to be, and then be able to just support my kids and grandkids and my family and make sure they don't have to worry or stress about nothing or have always have food on the table, play any sport they want to do, anything they want to do. Right? Yeah. Like that's what I look at as like happiness. So as long as I can get to there, which I, I feel like I'm I'm pretty close or, or yeah. there soon. Um, then I feel like the, after that, it's just like all right, let me do what's fun. Let me do what I want to do because. Once my family's set up, that's all that really matters. I love that, yeah. I mean, I, I, I agree with you full wholeheartedly, which is something really cool. For the last, like, three years, my brother's been a... My brother's a Marine, and so I've just been, oh. honestly, just, like, they pay him shit, dude. It's, like, 200, right. 200 bucks every two weeks. It's crazy. Jesus. He's a Marine, and he gets that. So I, yeah. I've, like, you know, obviously helped him out. It, it's a cool feeling. Like, everyone says it's, like, you know, and, and it's such a cliche saying, but, like, the money isn't the happiness. It's what you can do with it. Oh, and so, yeah. Like, I the, the things I've done... That I think that obviously you understand this as well. It's such a cool opportunity. No, hundred percent, hundred percent. Reading your sheet right now, um, you obviously are multi-talented because I've heard about hockey and all these different sports. You speak more than one language. Um, un petit peu, a little bit of French. Oh, cool. <laughs> I know. Uh, I know. Je peux avoir, um, which I think is can I have? Right. Je, it's just because my fat ass in France wanted right. a burger. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I wanted yeah. to learn how to order it in France. Well, the other thing too is like uh, there's multiple different versions of French, right? Just like there's like yeah. English Canada, They're English United people. States, and then English in like UK kind of thing. And UK is like a lot sim- more similar to right. Canada and like how they spell. Like for example, we spell color with a U in it, C O L O U R. You guys spell it C O L O R, right? Favorite. There's a U in favorite for us as well. Same, I didn't know that. Yeah, what the yeah, fuck? yeah, yeah. Like, there's, there's definitely uh, like some changes. Um, and then same with, same with French. So, like, if I go to France, let's say, and I start trying to speak French, not that I'm like amazing at French, right? I did French from senior kindergarten until eighth grade of school, and then I dropped out of French immersion when I was in high school just because I was doing social media and all my sports, and I was just yeah. like sick of French. Um, and I wasn't very strong at it. Like, I was really good at school, but just like French, like. I wasn't the greatest at, and I had, like, major ADHD, so I didn't even, like, try to learn the French. I just needed, like, my whole thing was, like, oh, if I just know the words in the textbooks, right. then it doesn't really matter. Um, or if I can understand what the textbooks is asking me, then it doesn't matter. Right. When I go to somewhere like France and I would try to speak French, they'll know, like, oh, that's, that's a, that's, like, French-Canadian. That's, that's French-Canadian. That's cool, though. But they don't fuck, they do not fuck with that. Like, they're oh, yeah. so, yeah, 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 yeah. French people are so, like... I'm gonna say this nicely, I guess. Like they're prestigious in a way, or like they're very like yeah. they're like they're like kind of a little bit above uh, uh, other people, I think, in a little bit of a way. But it's like it's because like you come into there and you're trying to speak there, and they're just like, "Bro, you don't know how to speak this language." You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. Like it's kind of it's kind of I'm like, "All right, I get it in a way." But like that's like in Quebec. Like I don't know exactly how it is in France, but or France, sorry. But if I go into Quebec and I start to speak French, they'll know right away. I'm I'm not a very well uh, or not a very well spoken person in in the language of french or they'll know like this guy is not from here right and they will talk mad shit like they like or just like how they kind of like interact with you after that like all that like i have this story one time my godmother's from quebec okay and so i family out there too in like quebec city and whatnot but i was uh I was in her class because she was also my teacher and she was telling me this story about how like when she was in quebec she's going up this elevator and she's with her husband, and her husband's from, uh, like, it lives in the same town as me, so right. he's English-speaking. And they're going up this elevator, 
and they're speaking English to one another. And so there's this other couple there, and they are from Quebec. They're 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 in the elevator with them, and they're kind of looking at them and like giving them dirty looks because they're speaking in English. And then they start shit talking them like back and forth. They, but they're speaking in French, so they think like, oh, they won't know what we're saying. Like they, you know, these dumb. Idiots. But my godmother speaks. That was her first language. Like she didn't learn English at all until she was probably like 20 years old, right? So. She's sitting there hearing the whole thing, pretending like, oh, I'm just going to like let it slide, like pretend I don't know. I'm just, oh, I'm dumb, dumb English person. And then when she goes to walk up the elevator, just before the doors start closing, she turns around, cusses them out in perfect French, and then just keeps walking. And they're both just standing there like, oh, fuck. Oh, that's so cool. They're one, they're, she was one of us. <laughs> but yeah, 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 yeah. That's just kind of how it is. But yeah. I'm I, learned, I learned Spanish for that reason of just kind of like I wanted to know what, like, obviously, since we're in California, we're very yeah. close to the border. There's a lot of Spanish-speaking people. And someone was like, I always wanted to, like, I always thought of, like, the ideology of, like, someone talking shit about me in a different language. Mm. So I learned it. And people were really nice. Oh, <laughs> yeah. No, I'm sure so they were. I thought it was, I, I learned Spanish in hopes that people were talking shit, but they weren't. And nah. so I was like, okay, cool. Yeah, this is, that's great. <laughs> now I know Spanish. Yep. Um, but no, yeah, that, that's that's just so interesting that there, I realized that, too, when I was learning, because I, I downloaded an app before I went to France, and mm. I learned French pretty I learned it okay and just like the basics of like wanting to go somewhere yeah like, where's you know, the bathroom yeah and, and so yeah. like as I'm like I we had a driver and my driver obviously was fluent in, in French and he was like no like you're gonna sound like a fucking idiot when you talk like that because it's very like slang oriented like, yeah you no know French and that's the baseline and then there's all this slang that goes into 100%. it that to the point where like if you're talking it's very much like if someone came up to you as pardon me would you like may I please have water and it's just yeah. like such a weird like yeah. it's just so interesting yep no for sure I don't know if this is, I, I talk to a lot of people who come on the podcast about this, and this is something just for me, like I came to LA um, in a relationship. I've been in a four-year mm. relationship. And that's something where, you know, people like you who are very good looking motherfuckers and me, <laughs> Thank the you. human embodiment of Shrek. It's something oh, where no, like- you're, you're a cutie. I, you know, I appreciate that. Yeah, man. Thank you. I, I actually was going to say, I think you look really good. Like, thanks, man. Yeah, I feel like you definitely, like, I'm not, like you lost some weight. Hey, Josh. For sure. Josh Looks like you've been hitting the gym. too, guys. You know me. <laughs> no, but- Philanthropist. Um, no, but seriously, something was like, you know, you had a public relationship or several. I'm not exactly too sure where that's standing <laughs> considering I've watched your TikTok. I swear to God, every girl that I've ever followed is on there. Um, but, but that's somewhere it's like, you know, how how was dating in L.A.? How was having a public relationship in the eyes of like you guys? You guys, especially Sway House, like when you guys were in a relationship, that shit was fucking public. Oh, yeah. And keep in mind, my brand is my relationship, but also like whatever else I got going on. But it's I think there's definitely a a disconnect between people who are big and then get into relationships and then my situation where I was big in a relationship. 100%. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, yeah. How yeah, was sure. that? Are you ever going to have a relationship in the public eye again or are you kind of straying away from it? And also, how is it dating in LA or wherever you are? Because it seems to be your kind of, you're national right now. I think you go a lot of places. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah, being, being, I guess, in a relationship like through Sway and everything, like, it was definitely a lot because I think we were we were consistently getting bigger at that time too, mm -hmm. like all of us. Like that's when we were kind of in our like prime of growth. Mm -hmm. It does get a little bit difficult when you do have like millions of people, you know, putting their input on like what your relationship is and how you should live your relationship and I know who's it. making the, yeah, exactly. <laughs> who's making the right decisions? I who's making it. the wrong ones? And, oh, well, this person treats this person better. No, that you know what I mean? And it's just right. like, it becomes this weird thing and like, you can say, you know, all you want, like, oh, it's not going to get to me. It's not going to get to me. But if you're someone that ever reads comments or you like you see that, it's going to end up going in the back of your mind a little bit. Right? right. Like you can't control that. So it's just human nature. And that that part definitely is difficult. But we I also view it as like I signed up for this. Yeah. Like this is this is what I wanted to do since I was a little kid. I knew I wanted to entertain. So 
to go and look at like the negatives and be like, oh, and complain. I just feel like it's silly because I have so much to be blessed for at the same time too, right? Like I've got 100%. to meet so many great people and like I'm getting introduced to a lot of uh, like females that I wouldn't be if I didn't do social media, right? Like I'm getting to- Dude, it's cool. Yeah, exactly. Like growing so, up watching Disney on that shit. Holy like shit. Meeting the people that like- Yeah, they're like your watching. celebrity crushes as a kid. Right. You know what I mean? And it's like, it's like, so there's so many, there's so many positives to look at too that that's just what I kind of try to do. And like- you're always going to be able to find a negative. But to the point of, like, would I ever date again in the public eye? Yeah. Yeah, I would. I just don't know if, like... It wasn't too like, much of a negative for you. No, 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 no. And I, I just think it's life. Like, what, I'm going to try to hide a relationship for the rest of my life forever? Like, that's just not going to work. You know I what I mean? I always wondered that, too, because I, I see people do it, and they're like, my private life's my private life. But and, the and thing all is... all respect is, to them. But like, I, yeah, but I've never seen it work. The problem is I feel like it's it becomes a thing where it's like no one want when you're dating someone you don't want to be hidden. And like I think mm -mm. that's like the that that's the trade-off. It's like you either go public and you get you get the shit and you know you're putting your relationship out for people to judge and then you go private and all of a sudden you kind of feel like even as though it's a mutually decided thing, I would feel like if so, if I had a ultra famous girlfriend which I do, but like it's like if I wasn't in my position, it'd be something where I'd be like why doesn't she want to like Show me. 100%. Show me off. Yeah. Like, no, not, not for show real. Me off, but like, no, yeah. but kind of show me kinda. off, bro. Like, <laughs> right, exactly what yeah, it is. Like, you're off. in a relationship. <laughs> you're in a relationship and you're with someone that you you either love or you have like, you want to feel like feelings they're proud for. to be with Yeah, you. exactly. Yeah. The same way you feel about them, you want them to reciprocate that. And it's like, it's like the same as sneaking out the window. Exactly. Yeah. Right. So it's like, it's like, bro. You are wanting that person to shower you in affection. That's sure. why you're with them. So it's like you want them to post you and be like, oh, I have the best man ever. Or if you're a girl, like I have the hottest girl in the world, the most beautiful girl. She's a nice, you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. they want that. And it's like that's what makes it difficult like when, when you don't post. And then it's like the other thing that I think makes it even more difficult than that about not posting or keeping it a secret is I think that actually starts intriguing people more to dig into your relationship. I feel like you're getting more eyes on you, especially you're because like, people are like, yeah. "Oh, they're they're probably de it's all the speculation now," and then everyone gets to speculate yeah. about your relationship, and then everyone it makes it gets bigger to than it's supposed to be. Exactly, and then out. and then it's like it's like now you're getting even more talk about it. It's like right. people are trying to catch you in acts and shit, and so it's like, I just think I just think if you want to be someone that keeps your relationship private. You can definitely like decide to do things that aren't such in the public eye, like where you eat or like, right. you know, like when you're going to the movies, if you are someone that's like hella famous, like you're, you just got like all, like all the eyes on you rent out a fucking movie theater. If you want to go watch a movie with some, you know what I mean? Like there's yeah. ways to do it. If yes. you're someone that's like really big and you're so concerned about that, but I, I, I actually agree with that a lot actually. And, and I hear everyone's takes on it and like what they do and what they don't do. And I think that's something very. I don't. I haven't gotten that taken. That's the most one that speaks to me because it's always what I've wondered. Like it's kind of like you know you hear about all these the relationships. Everyone says they want to be private. They I don't. know they don't. It's it's. I think it's just a ploy to kind of get more attention, which is so funny. Is like the fact is your intention is to be private, yet you get the opposite of what you're trying. to Hundred percent. If you're out there, no one's gonna give a fuck. And everyone wants their like significant other to show them off. <laughs> Let's cut the shit. Like everyone I know. wants. Them. All right. All right. I know. Gosh. Everybody. This is this is reminding me of of like I. See, I love it because you're, you're you're very very much like kind of like not unfiltered because you know it's not it's more of like you're you're very just unapologetically yourself, which is something like I feel like that resonates a little with a lot of your fans, and that's something I think why BFFs is also so popular. The uh, the show you do, I, I call it a show because it's more of a show in my opinion. Right, right, right. How how has that been? And also, like, it's so interesting, Dave Portnoy. I'm scared of that motherfucker. <laughs> I'm so scared. Yeah. I remember Dave, Dave DM'd me about being on PFFs mm. and I genuinely, I think my heart dropped because right, right, right. I'm just, I'm just a nervous guy. Yeah. 
Um, and also, like, I'm a big non, like, I, 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 I hate, hate talking about other things, which is ironic because I have a podcast. But, you know, that's something where it's like, you know, I, I, I love the show so much and I'm just so scared of it. What is, how did that happen? Did you expect it to get as big as it did? And I know I keep doing these multiple questions, but I've had so many questions for you that I've never gotten answers to because I'd like never ask. And yeah. I think it's a perfect like, place because I feel like so many people ask this as well. It's like, how is it? Is it fucking everything you thought? Like, I just talk about BFFs. I love that show. Yeah, 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 of course. So, um, it's funny because you started this podcast with talking about like the kind of like us coming to your guys' house and whatnot mm-hmm. and the beef with Chase. And that's actually what started this podcast, BFFs. Yeah. So because that went so viral, like I'm sure you remember, like it started turning on Twitter, doing yeah. all that, like when the diss track came out, especially. Um, Dave was starting to see TikTokers all across his uh, explore page, like sure. all on his recommended on Twitter. And so for him, that was like weird, obviously. He'd never really stepped into that world before. He'd never seen that shit. So he goes and tweets out and he goes, why are these wiggle dickers showing up on my feed, right? <laughs> and fair name, by the way, to call wiggle us. Like, it's that. a great name, right? And so um, from that, he uh, made that tweet. I saw it when I was at a dinner and uh, like me and my team, we were like, okay, we got it. Like, we got to connect with him somehow. Like, we got to, we got to get him on the phone. We got to get him on the email. Right. So we get his email. I ask him, like, yo, do you want to do an Instagram live with me? And with that Instagram live, uh, I'll explain to you all the drama. So he's like, yeah, sure. So we go on the live together. It has something along the lines of 80,000 people on this Instagram live Damn. with me and Dave. And I'm explaining to him all the beef. He's like joking back and forth with me. We're kind of just joking around and we're riffing pretty good. Yeah. And a lot of people liked it. Snapchat really liked it. They reached out about doing the show, a show. And so I went and pitched that to Dave. The first minute he was like, nah, I'm not doing that. And I was like, oh, okay, sick. So like we still have 29 minutes. What are we going to talk about? So I was trying to just, you know, move on, trying to pitch other things with my team. And we land on the podcast idea. Mm-hmm. And he said, yeah, no, that's, that's a good idea. I like that. I like yeah. that. So that's where BFFs was really born. And to answer, is it everything I ever wanted? More. Like, the reason I did that was because I wanted to branch out into a different demo. I knew TikTok was very uh, female-dominated and also just the content I was doing and the name that I had to myself and kind of the, I guess, uh, stereotype of who TikTokers were and Josh Mm -hmm. Richards is was going to be really hard for me to branch over and get guys without someone giving me like an, a, st- a stamp of approval, right. you know? And who what, better, better than <laughs> Dave Portnoy, yeah. right? Like who better than Dave? So to get to do that podcast, I mean, I think it's shown a lot more of who I am and like added depth to me because now I'm doing content that's an hour and a half long instead of short little TikToks of me like winking and looking cute. You know what I mean? So Yeah, you had just, the attention you needed to show them that you had something else. Exactly. So now like people are actually getting to see the personality. Or I feel like when I was first doing the podcast, a lot of the, uh, the comments from the guys on Barstool were kind of like, oh, wait, this guy seems pretty normal. Like, he seems like a normal dude. And yeah. I was just like, finally, bro, the finally, yes. <laughs> so, um, no, it's been it's been amazing. And I'm I'm super thankful to Dave and Barstool and all of them for, for doing that podcast. No, I think it's also something really cool because it's like, like you said, I mean, you're very aware. Like, and that's something really cool that, like, for me, with my shit, like, I was able to do the YouTube stuff. I did, like, I'm doing the podcast. I did the TikToks. With the, the, I've always been, like, trying to branch things. And you've done it very well where, like, you know, you have 
I feel like you've you've done a lot. Like you've done like every little thing that you could possibly do and find what you int- you're interested in. And the fact that you like a lot of it is really cool because you can tell. Like mm. even with BFFs and all those things, it's very much um, even T Talk, which is I love. It. It's it's like a it's almost like a more personal BFFs where you kind of like I feel like as the audience member watching that. And I was telling you before the podcast, I I was binge watching before mm. uh, before we came here. Yeah, it's you feel like you're you're a part of it. Like yeah, you, somehow and like BFFs, you feel like you're kind of an audience member in a show. And uh, with T Talk, I feel like I'm actually like somehow a part of it. It's definitely more personal, I think. Yeah. Um, and also I think that's how we've kind of tried to aim it. We've definitely had to shift T Talk from what it was at the start because I think BFFs kind of took a lot of what that series was and made it into a longer form content but how i try to look at it uh is you ever watch the walking dead yeah and you know how there's the talking dead yeah after Mm -hmm. bffs is the walking dead t-talk is the talking dead that's so funny that you view it that way because i don't actually view it that way really i understand what you're saying i I view t-talk as almost like a fast-paced version of bffs where i can get the bulk like the bulk of like the drama yeah but in a it's nice because you're not most of these channels that do that or an outside perspective while you're an inside perspective. Mm. And you have a guest like maybe Bryce or something like that, which I, I like a lot because he's, you know, very much like he's very aware of the fact that he creates a lot of the drama and he yeah. likes it. And so it adds a nice diversity of content where it's like BFFs, you guys are talking about things maybe you're not fully in tune with or some things you are. Yeah. And like T Talk, that's something where like I trust the source of you guys because I know that you guys are actually a part of the 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 click of it. Right. Hundred percent. Like, I think I, we get more uh, like we get more into like the nitty gritty of TikTok drama too on it. TikTok, right? Where in yeah. BFFs, like we're talking about more, like greater scale things, because not everyone on that uh, BFF show is gonna want to listen to the little tiny things that happen in TikTok. World, yeah, you know and, what I mean. And I'll stop sucking your dick in a minute. And it's right, like cool. some, <laughs> but genuinely, like it, it, I love it because you also have the diversity of like you have fucking Dave, who's very much unfiltered. He will say whatever the fuck he Anything. wants, and he knows damn well what it's gonna do. Yeah. And then you have you, who it's like you're the inside source in a way where like you know what's happening. You kind of like you you have like that reputation or the credibility is what I'm saying. Right. And then you have like Brianna, who adds like that. Like it's it's a very cool dynamic, and I love that a lot. And so uh, that will I will you know finally put my chapstick away as my lips mm. are getting dry from kissing his ass. Um, I saw I saw that I remember talking to someone, but also I recently signed a record label deal. And I saw you're signed to a deal, right? Yeah. That is the most interesting shit I've ever seen in my entire life. I remember looking at an artist sheet as I was like, because I I had to meet a lot of labels before I I eventually settled. Not settled. Well, that. I did not say after you graciously accepted. <laughs> graciously accepted. I am very happy with my label deal. But I saw that you're you're what you're assigned to Warner, right? Yeah, yeah. That's such an interesting shit. Yeah. Very. Why and what do you do? Yeah. Um. So signed that right after the diss track, or like probably a couple months after the diss track, I would say. Um. And the whole idea there was to go into it and essentially make almost. Like Tiny Meat Gang slash Lil Dicky type tracks, right? right. Like more kind of joke rap. Um, but I think I was just going to the studio and really actually falling in love with like making music. Like it was just a really fun time. Um, it's it was a really fun. Yeah. Time. And it's like, it's very therapeutic, right? You go right. in there and you're just kind of you and yourself in. <laughs> Thanks for the water replacement. That's awesome. Um, That's my fucking film. <laughs> <laughs> that was sick. <laughs> I love that. Um, but no, you, you get in that studio and you're like, you're you're alone in that soundproofed room yeah and all there is is the engineer like outside but when you just have that like beat on loop and i'm just like going through and i'm like kind of freestyling or whatnot and talking about my feelings or talking about my day and like able to finally express what i'm saying it's oh my god it's like you leave and it's such a it's such a high right like you're so stimulated almost after and um 
I, I was just having so much fun. I was like, man, I kind of, I kind of want to make like more real music. Like, I don't know if I really want to just make joke music and, and shit around. So then, remember my vlog bit with you, Huddy, and Bryce. And yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> and 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 he's like, well, I'm making real, real music. music. And I was like, tell me when your real music has <laughs> however many views in a week. Uh, yeah, yeah, that show was hilarious. Um, but when you said that real music, I just had the biggest epiphany from that fucking scene. We did a vlog bit like first hype house. So and funny. They were like, I feel like there was tension there. There was still tension. Definitely, definitely. Because like I, I, I put but me guys, and Bryce loved it. We didn't oh care. That was the thing, God. right? Like we ate that up. So well, I just I put both. I put I put Huddy and and I think you know my intention was to put both of you in an uncomfort uncomfortable situation. Mm. I was not anticipating that you and Bryce would actually have as much fun as you did. In oh that. yeah, it was great. My whole vlog time when I was filming those videos was just putting people in uncomfortable situations mm. and getting their authentic reaction to yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and it was funny to see the back and forth. And and, and one of the sayings was from Lil Huddy was when he said uh, he said I make real music. I don't make that shit. And that that set you and Bryce off so fast. Oh yeah. And it was the best I think fifteen minutes of filming I've ever done. No, it was really good. It was but, really funny. Yeah, but so you so you're signed to at Warner Records. Is that something that you because I'm looking at this sheet, and, and the reason I'm saying this, and I don't normally say this, I swear to God I don't see one fucking, one entertainment category you're not hitting right now. <laughs> Is this something, like, I'm looking acting, fucking sports, lip-syncing comedy, video skits, fucking got signed to a record label, started in 2010, fucking every milestone is looking like it's being hit, co-owns a company. I'm like, the fuck is this shit? But... <laughs> In, in seriousness, like, is there something that you're kind of, I, I, I applaud you for doing everything, but is there one like you're leaning towards that you like the most besides entrepreneurship? Because that's, I think that will go into, that will coincide with whatever entertainment you're doing. 100%. Or is the goal is just to fuck off with all of it and go straight entrepreneur and just own companies? Or do you still like the entertainment part of it? And is that something like, is there one area that you're kind of touching and that you like the most? Yeah. Um. Actually, like, I feel like I, Recently, I've really fallen back in love with the entertainment side of things. Like, yeah. there was a little bit where I was just very entrepreneurial focused, and I wasn't enjoying social media as much just because, like, I just had, like, a hard, like, time. Like, it was just, like, a bad time in my life for me and whatnot. And, sure. like, there was just, like, like troubles I was facing and, and stuff. And with that, I just kind of stopped loving posting. Like, I wasn't enjoying it as much. It was like I was more just going through the motions of my day than actually enjoying my day. Like, it was like, yeah. I know I had to post this many TikToks, so I'll get up and post those TikToks. I know I had to roll out of bed, get on the podcast, so I got on the podcast. But I just, I was like, I was falling out of love with things. And, like, the podcast was the one thing that still, like, kind of drove me to do content. But recently, it's like, I've just kind of found that love again that I've had for it since since yeah. I was, like, a younger kid, which has been awesome. And... I definitely am like really excited to step into the producer slash like actor I think phase. Um, is or, acting or, the is acting the thing you wanted to start with? That's something that I've wanted to do since I was a really young kid. Before I started doing social media, I did musical play yeah. and I did improv in Toronto I was and musicals. Yes, yeah, sweet, sweet. Kid. Oh, nice, nice. Yeah. I wasn't like hardcore. Theater I know you kid, couldn't tell. But... Just like obviously. It's my... <laughs> <laughs> the, the aura I give off and obviously right major jock vibes I, I, no I scream Abercrombie and Fish model but <laughs> no like genuinely like it's it's something was like for me as well like that's the whole thing is like I did the I started social media singing and then you know the no one gave a fuck and <laughs> I uh, I started making the comedy stuff and, and that's where I saw a lot of the success but I knew it would come back to the music and yeah. that's something really fucking sick that I'm, I'm asking because like, I'm reading it says you wanted to start out acting or always had dreams of becoming an actor and I think that's really cool that you've 
done everything to the point where you know honestly a you're in a privileged position this is fucking insane like the fact Thank that you, you and and it's not a privileged position that you were handed this is something that you worked your ass off for Thank and you. i commend you heavily for that that's fucking insane you can't say that anyone says you don't deserve to be here because you put in the fucking work out of i mean you and i both know we've watched hundreds of people that we know personally just kind of be like oh, i don't really care and whatnot but you had aspirations to do this and I, I really think that is fucking awesome but also it's cool to see that you're coming back to the thing that you wanted to do in the beginning while trying everything else to know that hey you know these things are interest me i love these things these mm -hmm. things are great i'm good at these things but you know to try something that you don't fully you don't fully know yet or it's kind of foreign and be like i want to do this that's fucking sick Thank even you, though even where you're at today I, I just think that's fucking awesome no i really appreciate that one question, and you don't need to answer this because it's something I think obviously this is like kind of borderline where I think, you know, I don't like drama, but with the people that maybe, you know, because in social media, even me, who I, I view myself as someone who isn't very conflict, um, there's going to be people that we may not align with. There's going to be people that, you know, whether it's public or private, there's just disagreements and, and drama. Are those like obviously reflecting back because these are whether it was a year ago, two years ago or three ago three years ago is have you found a consensus or like met where like it's kind of like oh hey you know we were stupid teenagers and you know what you did fucked with me and what i did maybe fucked with you are we good are you still like are you kind of like past that and you're kind of just like oh i just may not fuck with this person and, and that's okay that's part of the business like have you kind of made amends with people or is it kind of just like I'm doing my shit when it, the time comes, the time comes. Yeah, I mean, no, there's definitely been people that I've made amends with, and then there's definitely people that I think, like, I, I like, I just know they're not supposed to be in my life. Right. You know what I'm saying? So, 100 fucking percent. I think it's just about making those decisions. Um, something my dad always said to me is, you shouldn't have someone in your life unless they're making you a better person. And you just really need to live by that, right? Oh, like, yeah. If someone's in your life and they're, not making you a, a better person anyway, or they're not bringing positives to your life, then honestly, like, why are they there? Why are they there? So yeah. I guess for me, it's just, it was always really hard because I loved to please everyone as a kid. Like I wanted to be everyone's best friend. I wanted to be the guy that everyone liked. I wanted to be able to go in any room and like have great conversations and make people laugh. And like, that's just kind of who I was. I loved, I loved, playing team sports I love just I just love groups like it was just I always just I just had such good times I feel like like more people more memories more fun right yeah um and I think that was probably one of the hardest lessons for me to learn out in LA was really like every, you can't be friends with everyone you just can't it's not you can you can be cool or you can be acquaintances yeah. but it's it's a really important skill to learn how to keep people at arms arms like Arms distance, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, just kind of keep them out of arm's reach or keep yeah. them just, you know what I mean? Like, you got your inner circle and then you got your people outside of that and then you got your party friends then you got the people that are in your workspace right. and then, like, you know what I mean? Like, but you really need to know where that core is. I was not expecting that answer for you. I'm going to be honest. And this is why I love this podcast so much. This is genuinely, that was, I loved that answer. And that's something where, you know, I have met you several times and it's something where like, you know, we never really had like a deep conversation or talk and like we've had those talks before, but like mm. I have obviously, I had pre-meditated notions of how I thought you were and it's something really cool that, you know, I didn't think that you, that even crossed your mind of kind of like, you know, like uh, <laughs> everything you just said. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I, I struggled with that a lot. Like I struggled with something similar where like when I was vlogging and stuff, I wanted to make everyone happy because, you know, in, in terms my... I never viewed my vlogs helping them, even though, you know, that was a byproduct of it. I yeah. mostly viewed it as them helping me. Yeah. And so I always wanted to make people happy. And I felt kind of like a shapeshifter in a way where my 
my my personality like I was becoming people a person I wanted everyone else to be so like whether I was with one set of my friends I would be like this mm. and another set of my friends I'd be like this and ever since I quit the vlogs and started like focusing on the things I actually wanted to do in life um I, I think I became more of my own person and also 100%. like I became more happy with my own person but I also noticed the people who you know weren't around anymore and that's something where you you see all these i see these fucking like people go on these fucking tangents online and they're like if they ain't around you at your lowest fuck them they ain't your true friend like i don't give a fuck like because at the end of the day that's what this business is transactional and then you you understand who you have around you that are the people who lift you up you have the people who you know you don't hate there's nothing bad about them that they're not coming around anymore but it's also someone like you know that isn't something that you know you're totally mindful of and right that's just so interesting to me that you had that topic of just that you're that's where your headspace at, is at at 20 years old. And I say that as a 21 year old, but like, <laughs> you know, it is really, really interesting. And it's also these are the crucial parts of our lives mm. where dude, fucking people are still in college. At our age. People are in college our age. Yeah, I think I think that's the other thing. Like, I try not to, like, freak myself out sometimes. And it's so funny because like I. I have times where people obviously are telling me like, dude, you are so fucking young. Like you're 20, you're 20, you're 20. But then I, I also have times young. where it's like, I, I'll like, you know, I'm in bed before, uh, or whatever. It's like midnight and I'm about to go to bed and I just have almost like attacks of like, holy fuck. Like, have I, have I been do doing more. enough? Am I doing enough? Like me in the there, shower this morning. Is there, is there like more I need to be doing with my life? Like what, what, what I'm, I'm already 20. I'm already, I was 17 when I got out here. It's been three Bro. years. Fuck. Like, what do I need to do next? What do I, and, and so it's like. It's just that that like constant kind of thing, but I think that's also like a little bit what what drives me to keep doing more, right? Like You're I think f- it can be a good thing fucking too. Fucking insane, Josh. You're a mind reader. Like literally, this is. I I was in the shower this morning when I said this to myself. I was so pissed. I woke up so mad, and <laughs> I don't know what it was. I, I I mean, I'm doing I'm doing everything I ever thought I would do. Right. Like to like and 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 all and, and all of the above, and I think you are as well. And that's something where it's like I had that like I was so pissed off this morning in the shower, and just saying that to myself. And now that you're like, it's cool. It's fucking cool. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, did you did you plan for any of this? Like, or is this, how did it all happen? I feel like I'm kind of, like, brinking over something that, obviously, I feel like this is one of the most, in, like, interesting things, because, like, my story is applicable to a lot of people who may have felt like they were dealt bad hands. Mm. Like, obviously, my, my story is not a secret. Like, I've had a lot of shit happen to me, and the fact that, you know, I was able to do this is very inspirational for a lot of people who may but- have lost a parent or have gone through abuse and stuff like that. Is that not not to not to say your story isn't any interesting, but I think with people, it's something that so many people I feel like could be in your position where you were going into this may feel like you know some odds are against them and stuff like that. How did it happen for you? What was your first reaction? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What was going yeah. through your head? Because like you were seventeen, that's fucking young. Yeah, I mean, it, it's it's kind of crazy, but it like with social media and it all like it all really started when I was thirteen years old. Yeah. Um, my sister threw me in a video and and I always got to give props like to my family, like all in all my sister, my brother, my mom and my dad, like they, they were the most supportive like family. I think I could grow up with like, I, I'm very that. blessed in that aspect. So, um, but my sister, my sister posted me in a video on her musically account. Cause that's what it was at the time. And to us, it blew up, got like 50 likes, but that was crazy. We were like, Holy fuck, 50 likes. Um, so we're running around the house. It's 15 people. It's a lot of people. It's a lot of people, right? Um, in a room. They wouldn't fit in this room. No, nah, no, nah, they wouldn't. They wouldn't even fit in here. So she was, she was kind of famous. Um, but <laughs> uh, there were a couple comments from girls like asking what my username was. And I was like, oh, fuck yeah. Yeah. Like, Josh about to get some. Holler at your boy real Ooh. quick. Holler. Um, so then uh, 
I uh, made my own account. I was always a really competitive kid, and I was like, okay, I'll get 10,000 followers by the end of the summer. If I don't, I won't keep doing it. If I do, it's a sign. I got to keep doing it. Then, like, two days before summer vacation ends, I have a video get featured on um, Musical.ly, and that's kind of like the old version of the For You page, but it was incredibly hard to get. Like, I was doing Musical.ly for, like, after that, I kept doing Musical.ly for probably it was around for at least two more years maybe three years total of musically before it got changed to tiktok yeah and i got featured maybe twice three times right so it was like in that whole three years so like in the first two months that's how, that's how i was too and and it was like it was it's just like you don't get featured. it was hard it was hard to do but unless you're already know. big right unless you're already big like I, I, guys that were already big could get featured I but if you crowned, were small i got crowned at 50k in 2017 geez, yep 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 i remember those i remember the crowns that's crazy <laughs> we're reminiscing yeah for real but, i haven't met any creators who, who can who can like get behind this like it's mm. been, i was on musically remember the dabriel did you ever do live streams? Yeah, and then you would. They had the a separate gift. app it for like, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, lively. Yes. <laughs> that yeah, was so and then funny. you remember when like ByteDance talked about buying it? Like your rep would like or you had someone who was like, "Hey, like, oh, I didn't have a rep. Oh, did you not? No, 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 no. I oh, did not have a rep at this point. They pulled us into a room and like they invited us down to like the headquarters mm -hmm. of, of, of well, Musically and like they ran through like it's about to be TikTok. Like, I wasn't like that big yet. I only had fifty k. Then maybe they just didn't know me. I was back in Canada okay, just doing so my thing. So I, was, I think it was, was more because, yeah, yeah, I was, I was in here. Canada. I wasn't, like, connected at all. I didn't have, like, the all, network. Uh, yeah, like, it was all California people. Oh, yeah, there. no, I had nothing like that. And, um, But, yeah, I just remember, like, I was doing these videos, and two days before the summer vacation ended, I had a video that ended up getting, getting featured. And I went from the 8K to, like, 24k overnight and because i thought like i was not going to be doing it anymore because i was at 8,000 followers and there was two days left i was like 2,000 followers in two days probably not maybe i won't keep doing it woke up the next morning and had all those followers and i was like damn this is meant to be so kept filming kept doing my thing and you go like three years down the line of doing five videos every day four hours of live stream every night you're bound and then my move to la was after the lights out tour I was dropping out of my senior year of high school to go move into the house with all the boys and found Talon X and do my thing. And That's it crazy. was it was definitely a culture shock. Like going from my town of eighteen thousand, sixteen thousand people, whatever it was at the time, um, to LA was just nuts. I mean, it, it, we would have. I feel like we'd. I I came to LA and I like get introduced to people or like get invited to a party and I was like, damn, there's more people in this fucking house than there are in my entire town. Like, what is yeah. going on? Like, yeah. so yeah, it was just it was it was mind blowing. But I also had wanted that my whole life, so I was just stoked. Came out here and I, I loved it. You know what an interesting fact is I, after hearing I your story. Love an interesting fact. The first person to ever reach out to me, um, like famous, like no, in my opinion, famous when like mm -hmm. TikTok mm -hmm. was blowing up. Was Bryce? Oh yeah. Bryce was the he slid in my DMs and said, "Yo, we should film sometime." It oh, was that's sick. 20, 2019. Yeah, like he reached. He was the first person to reach out to me. I went up there and hung out with them, filmed, and I, I actually met you when you were you were. I believe it was you and I don't know if you're gonna remember this. You and Jaden and a few other people in this house, and I had met you that day. Was and, this at the house with the boxing ring in it? I don't know. It was small. Maddie Monroe was there. Um, it wasn't small. It was. It was a nice. It was at Maddie Monroe's house. I believe. Oh, oh, it was at Maddie's. Okay, so. okay. Um, you were there though. I, I was there. I was there. No, for a you fact. sure it was me. No, for a fact. Wasn't Anthony? No. I know for a I fact because I knew who okay. you were. I it, this was so long ago. I knew who you were, and you 
where this is right when like, I, st- I was there a couple and- for a couple days. I never like slept there, but I was no, like there yeah. a couple times. You, I was there a couple times. You were visiting because you were talking about going back home, and you, mm-hmm. it was like this mm-hmm. whole thing. Me and Cover were up there, and it was before like I think we had like two hundred k. Like it was like it was crazy. Okay, okay. I don't know. I just thought that was that's I remember that because you were the <coughs> first people I ever met. That's nuts. nuts. Wow. I know. Last question, and then you know this has already been almost an hour, which is fucking nuts. Jesus. Um, time's flying. I I struggled with this for a while, and I don't know if you did. And I, this is more of a personal question: Do you struggle with the work personal life balance? Like, is that something that you struggle with, or is it? Because like, for me, I'm obsessed with it. I'm obsessed with the work. I'm obsessed with my my calendar being fully booked out. Mm-hmm. But I noticed that it was fucking with my personal life, and it more because I have a relationship, and and you know I have dogs and shit. But yeah, yeah. um, what do you think? I mean, it's difficult. It's difficult because I would say. I don't think I do, but I think that there's people in my life that sometimes think I do, right? Like, for me, I'm like, well, you work at different times than I work. It's like, if you go and work, let's say, from 6 to 10 at night, right? And I'm working from 9 to 5, well, it's like, and you're you're like, oh, well, I want to hang out. Like, I want to hang out during the day, or I have this I want to do. Like, come golf with us in the morning, or whatever it is, right? And it's like, well, man, I'm working. And then it's like, I'm done work at this time if you want to hang out then. And then they have something. It's like, you know what I mean? So I feel That's like. It's nice you set hours, though. Yeah, I try I try to. I try to for sure. Um, I usually try to be like, it's just hard, though, because like there's Our days. Job, dude. There's days where I'm done at 10 at night. There's days that I'm done at 4 in the day. There's days that I'm done at 12 and I had a really short day. Like I, I just went from 9 in the morning till 12 and it's like, oh, yeah. nothing, weirdly, nothing else is on the calendar. I guess I'll like just do some extra content. So. I don't know. I try to really make sure though that like my weekends I'm I'm available to go do stuff. Like yeah. I try to make sure on my weekends I can go have fun or I can go hang out with my boys. Oh, so you're setting that. You're you're making I typically try to make time, but like the only way I can do that is when I really live and die by my calendar. And I love that. Yeah, that's kind of the only way I think. You're the only person I think has ever came to my podcast that had four people like with him too. Mm. Like you had you had your you had your shit together, which I like. Oh yeah. That's cool. And I, Thank I you, admire man. that a lot. All right, so this is the time now where I'm going to decide whether or not you're guilty of it. I'm going to say not guilty. Really? The only reason that you're not guilty, in my personal opinion, is I feel like Dave Portnoy would be the one to do it, not you. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like you'd go along that's, that's, with it, that's but a I don't. Really, all right, that's if a good anything, point. accomplice. But mm. that being said, um, Josh Richards, you're officially locked out. Is there anything you'd like to say to any camera? There's a lot of them. Yeah, there's like three. Could I be different and look at the one behind me? No one's ever done that. Go for yes. it. Yes. All right. Um. Well, this is the pod. Thank you for having me, Alex. I know I'm not looking at you right now. It's kind of weird, but I, I wanted we're in to. Spirit. Yeah, I wanted to. Oh fuck! Now my headphones are falling off. Anyways, uh, that, yeah. Thanks for having me. Watch BFFs. That's about it. Yeah. Watch BFFs. I will. Sweet. <laughs> All right. Bye.